Hello and welcome to the Australians Teach English podcast, the podcast by language learners, with language learners, for language learners. My name is Glenn and I'm the owner and director of Australians Teach English. And tonight it's a little bit cool, even though we're coming out of winter where we are here in Buenos Aires, the nights are still a little bit cool. So I've been getting rugged up, which means putting on some clothes, well, putting on more clothes than usual to keep me warm if I go outside or when I go to bed. And with me in Buenos Aires tonight on this episode is a very good friend of mine, Rebecca. How are you tonight, Rebecca? Hi, Glenn. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well, thank you. Are you rugged up at the moment? Um, at the moment, no, because I'm inside. So I don't need I don't need to be rugged up if I'm inside. Why, why not? Why, how, why can't you be rugged up inside? Uh, I prefer to have a nice warm uh, apartment. So I have the uh, the heat on right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, and by way of a little bit of background, Rebecca is, is a close friend of mine. She's also been a teacher with, with, with me in, in my institute in the past. And she's a, a fantastic teacher in her own right as well. And in this episode, we're going to help you to learn some phrasal verbs with, with the help of two teachers here at the moment. So Rebecca, this is why we chose this phrasal verb tonight, rugged up. Mm -hmm. Why did it come to your mind? When was the first time you heard this phrasal verb? Well, the first time I heard this, I was a little bit confused as to what it meant. Um, I think I, I, I could tell from context, but I had to ask the person that I was with that said, the phrase rugged up and, and, when, and that person and when, was and, you and that person was <laughs> me and so what was the context uh so we were in my elevator in my last apartment and uh it was winter time and you were talking about how there were people that were outside and everybody was rugged up uh, um, I, I thought we might have. I thought we might have been out drinking. <laughs> so, so the, drink, you, the drinking came later. <laughs> so, so by 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 the context, you understood the term "rugged up" to mean well to 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 keep to keep warm by putting on a lot of clothes. So mm -hmm. It's the yes. first time you heard this, and I, I was a little bit surprised as well because I I thought I thought incorrectly that this was actually something that's used in universal you know it's universally used but apparently mm -hmm. not in the united states for example what what would you use instead of rugged up um we have something similar which would be bundled up bundled the, up see this is the, mm -hmm. the this is the interesting thing if i heard if i heard bundled up i wouldn't immediately think of clothes or or anything like this I would, mm -hmm. I would think of, I would think of a group of things, mm -hmm. but, yes. but to you, what, what would a bundle mean? Uh, yeah. So that's the thing. A bundle is kind of like a group of things that's all tied together. Uh, so I can understand why that sounds strange, but 
what's a rug? A rug is something that goes on the floor. So Yeah. But now we can get into, well, how can we learn phrasal verbs like rugged up or bundled up? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, have, we have a rug on the floor. We have some things tied together. So how, how could our listeners possibly use this information to help them learn this phrasal verb? Hmm. Uh, maybe imagine themselves inside of a rug or in, I don't know, wrapping up a bundle of things, wrapping themselves up like a bundle. Yeah. So, so visual cues are excellent for, for phrasal verbs. That, that's, one of, that's one of the best ways to teach phrasal verbs is, is, with, is with pictures. I'm very lucky that I teach a lot of, a lot of science in my English classes. So at any time there is any time there is a picture on the screen, I will try to incorporate some prepositions or phrasal verbs or whatnot. This is definitely one one way that you can learn phrasal verbs. In this case it's it's not idiot they are not idiomatic expressions. So the words themselves can actually be decoded to get some meaning. So when Rebecca heard rugged up, she did, she was able to actually decode the context of this because it, because the words actually meant something. Mm-hmm. And so, so when we, when we say rugged up, it can, it can be clothes, but it can also be, for example, in bed. If mm-hmm. you send, me, if you, if yes. you send, if you send me a message and you say, Glenn, let's get on the beers. And I say, nah, I can't. I'm already get on get on the beers. <laughs> get on the beers. Get on the beers. Cute. Come at, come come out drinking. Come out drinking. Uh, okay. Yeah. I might say no. I'm already rugged up in bed. Uh huh. Okay. Nice. Yes. I was gonna I was gonna mention that that bundled up doesn't necessarily mean with clothes. You can be on you know on the couch bundled up with a bunch of blankets. Uh, and that counts as well as yeah. being bundled up. And I guess the same thing for rugged up. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. And so, so this, this is perhaps an in- interesting distinction because Re- Rebecca, I'm going to put her on the spot. She's, she is excellent with her, with her Spanish. Uh-oh. So, so what, what would, what would be, what would be the equivalent, what would be the equivalent translations of, of these words? Mm, the only thing that comes to mind would be abrigarse. When, when we're talking about clothes. When we're talking about clothes, um, obviously. And then I'm not sure um, when we're not talking about clothes. Uh, would it be acostado? Something like that. That would be laid down. So, um, no sé. I, la verdad que ni idea. O sea, cubrirse con mucha, mucha cobija. Yeah, yeah. So, so phrasal verbs are, are notoriously difficult for, for our students to learn mm-hmm. because sometimes they, yes. don't, they don't have an obvious meaning. They have a verb and a preposition and sometimes the preposition is, is logical and often it is not. Sometimes. And sometimes it's not, yep. Mm-hmm. And, sometime, and sometimes we can separate, we can separate the, the phrasal verb sometimes we can't in this case this is mm-hmm. a, this is a separable uh, phrasal verb because you can rug somebody up really yeah, yeah. bundle up some yeah bundle yep. somebody up uh-huh. so you can you can rug him up in bed for example 
Sounds a little strange to me. Yeah. <laughs> Rug or, him up or, in bed. All right. Yeah, okay. or you t- tuck him up in bed. Something it would be another mm-hmm. would be another way of saying things. Ah, uh, yes. Tuck in is another nice uh, phrasal. Yeah. <laughs> that we use for. Yeah. For bed. Mm-hmm. So, so in in your learning journey with Spanish, is there mm-hmm. is there anything that you've found that's kind of equivalent to phrasal verbs that are that are that are difficult in in the Spanish language? Um, yes, I think that, uh, I forget what they're called though. Exactly. Um, reflective verbs? Yeah, I I would say, I would say reflexive verbs. Reflexive, reflexive, reflexive verbs. Like things like Like, da, da sequenta, things like. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, reflexive verbs. Yeah, that would probably be the closest thing as, as language learners that we have when we're learning Spanish. Spanish, the same level mm-hmm. of of difficulty. Yes. And then and yes. then the and then the words in Spanish that that talk about talk about change, for example, quedarse embarazado or something like that. Uh-huh. Which, which would yes. literally mean to stay pregnant. But it, yes, would actually, yes. it would actually be translated as to to get pregnant. But logically it yes. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, no. Yeah, the translation is yeah, you can't translate it word for word, otherwise no. it makes no sense. No. But again, when, when we're learning languages, this is this is when drawing things, using our imagination, becoming visual can really, really help with mm-hmm. a, with acquiring with acquiring new new language. Mm-hmm. Do yes, you yes, do yes. you have a favorite word in Spanish? Oof. Um I don't think that I do. Um I don't think that I do. No, I mean, there are some words that I, that I find that are silly, but I'm not going to, I can't think of any right now off the top of my head. What about slang words here in Buenos Aires? You, you've been here for, for what, three and a half years now. And so I, uh, I, remember, I remember a competition that we had together. Who could, who could, say, who could say the most bad, bad, mm-hmm. bad words or lunfaro words? So yes. do, you, do, you have, do you have a favorite word? Um, well, I remember one of the ones that you brought up, which I think is interesting. That's a phrasal verb in English is eh, chapar. <laughs> so chapar in English, the translation would be to make out. Yeah. And make out is um, a phrasal verb that can mean more than one thing. So it can mean chapar as in um as we say in uh, Argentinian slang Spanish, where it means to, you know, kiss somebody. Um, but, but not just to kiss, like to kiss passionately. So we we Passionately, would, yes. Even, even French the, kiss. Yeah, I don't know we, why it's French, but... <laughs> so in Australia, we might say pash. That would be the, that would be the equivalent to pash somebody. Interesting. But, but I have I have an interesting story because I was I was teaching a, actually a couple here in Buenos Aires. I was teaching them the phrasal verb to make out. Mm-hmm. And so so anyway, I was explaining it to them, and the, the young man said, "Ah, chapase," and and his girlfriend who is from from southern Spain said, "What?" 
because apparently in southern Spain it can mean something much, much, <laughs> much stronger, more vulgar, <laughs> yes. much more vulgar. And so, and so, he said, "Ah, now it makes sense," because she asked him, "When was the first time, you know, chapasi or whatever?" And he said, "When he was thirteen years old." And she was she was disgusted, and so there there was this there was this amazing three 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 sort of dimensional three dimensional realization with this same with this same mm-hmm. phrase or verb. So I, I so, yes. I, think, so I think chapase is is quite an quite an Argentinian term. Mm-hmm. term, term I say, yeah, definitely. Definitely but, is. Mm-hmm. But I but I like I like words in in Spanish that for us would be phrasal verbs. So so for example, perhaps one of my favorite words would be aprovechar, mm-hmm. which would be to to make the most of. Mm-hmm. So I I like the words in in Spanish that we would have to use multiple words to express. Yes, yes, and I yes. think I think mm-hmm. this is sort of the 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 beauty of of learning languages is you you kind of come to understand mm-hmm. what the differences yes. are and what the advantages of some of them are and the nuances and the meanings and things like this. Absolutely, absolutely. Going back to abrigarse, there was one time where um, I had left the house and it was much chillier than I expected, and. I was thinking in my head, I said, oh, wow, it's chilly. Estoy desabregada. And, and, and I thought about it and I'm like, why did I just speak to myself in Spanglish? <laughs> and then I realized that my brain kind of took a shortcut because in English we would have to say, oh, it's chilly. I'm not dressed well for the weather. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember a situation with with my with my tango group. Actually, we sort of have a lot of a lot of a lot of foreigners, extranjeros, and it's one of mm-hmm. where I probably learnt my favourite lunfado word, corda, drunk. Mm. But oh. any, anyway, my my tango teacher was was telling me how fantastic it is that these that these Germans will will talk amongst each other in in German. And then all of a sudden you will hear the word quilombo or something like this <laughs> because, because it ex- expresses something very particular that in, in one word that we would actually yes. have to, that we would actually have to describe in, in many words or maybe in, Absolutely. in sentences. Or it doesn't describe it as well. Like, yeah, yeah, you could say, oh, what a mess, but it's not the same as a quilombo. Quilombo no. is like... No, yes, it, it entails a lot of it, no, it, a lot of other things. It could it could be a it could be a it could be a traffic jam, it could be an existential crisis, it could mm-hmm. be it could be any yes. of these it could be any of these things. Mm-hmm. So, so what is what is something that you would like to to tell listeners? What what is one tip about language learning that you would like to pass on to our listeners? Um, any tip at all? any tip at all? Uh, I think my tip would be to um, practice, 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 and also to um, not be so hard on yourself. I feel like sometimes as language learners, we're too hard on ourselves for making mistakes 
or sometimes we get nervous before you know speaking and we that kind of causes us to not want to speak in the uh the foreign language and that holds us back so you really kind of have to let loose realize that hey mistakes happen but that's how you practice and that's how you get better excellent is that how you got so good at, at spanish uh, I think so. Yes, yes. So I, I learned my base of Spanish uh, speaking with my coworkers uh, in a restaurant in the United States. That's how I, I really got my base. Um, and then obviously living here in Argentina for three and a half years, it's helped a lot. Um, yeah, watching movies, listening to music in Spanish, a little bit of Duolingo every day. And yeah. any little thing adds up, even changing the the um the language on your phone you know you learn just little words here and there and it kind of gets your brain to you know be very accustomed to automatically understanding the yeah. foreign language i i think that's some i think that's some great advice i think that's some great advice so so mm -hmm. our, our, our listeners i hope hopefully you've learned a, a fantastic and useful useful phrasal verbs such as rugged up or bundled up to make out tuck in mm -hmm. all of these phrasal verbs and maybe you can you can have a go you can give it a crack at drawing some of these phrasal verbs to help you to remember mm. and try yes. and actually visualize these things this could be a, a good activity for our listeners to actually do yes yes definitely i used to like doing that uh when i learned English words. Um, this was something that we had to do in high school and middle school was to create flashcards. And for each of the vocabulary words, we had to draw a picture. So um, yeah. very, very helpful. I still remember the, the word gregarious because, of, <laughs> because I drew somebody, somebody named Greg. Greg, exactly. Yeah. Comedy. So. Yeah, exactly. And I think when we start learning languages, we, we do these sorts of things. We do use a lot of visualization and visual cues. And then at some point we go, well, but we don't need that anymore. But mm -hmm. it, it, it is always, it is always helpful. For example, I'm, I'm studying my, my Delta, which is the diploma now, which is the highest, highest qualification I can get. And I'm going back to some of these strategies using colors, drawing pictures, all these mm -hmm. things. It's kind, of, it's kind of interesting actually reflecting on, well, okay, so w what, do I, what do I teach my students to do? So, so what, trying again, well, what does work for me? Let, let's, try some, let's try some new, new things. And mm -hmm. I would definitely love to hear from, from our listeners what strategies they find helpful, especially for things like phrasal verbs, which are, which are a, difficult, a difficult thing in the mm -hmm. English language. And we've spoken about English and Spanish tonight, but if you speak another language and you notice something that is difficult, the equivalent of what we've been talking about tonight in your language, we would also love to hear about that to help other language learners as well. So from here in Buenos Aires, it's, it's Buenos Noches. It's very good night to, to everyone. I hope you rug up if it is cold where you are. I've, Rebecca isn't going to rug up, but I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we look, for, we look forward to you guys tuning in again for our next episode. So until then, Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, on 
iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever it, or wherever it is that you're hearing us. But until then, it's goodbye. See you later, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>